Welcome to the new segment of the Unyielded, Thriving No Matter What podcast, Rise and Thrive. I'm your host, Bobby Kaler. I wanted to create a super short segment that would be fuel for you so that you can make the absolute most out of this week that you've been given. Let's dive in to today's episode. This week, I want to dive into a guiding philosophy that I've had that has saved me from wasting a ton of time and a ton of energy. It has also helped me to stop giving away my power to my circumstances. When you hear it, you might even think that it is simple, and it probably is. But don't let its simplicity disguise its power. It is this. Don't fight what is. To be perfectly clear, I'm not saying that we give into it or that we accept it as immovable or unchangeable. If you know me at all, you know that one of my superpowers is my ability to find a way around, through, under, or over a brick wall. And sometimes I carry that to an unhealthy degree where it becomes a weakness. But that's a topic for another episode. Back to the don't fight what is. When did I learn this? It was back in 2003 when a doctor told Rick and I that I had a 3% chance of a full recovery. When we got back home, Rick said to me, wow, this really isn't fair for you. I'm so sorry. And I immediately responded, and it kind of surprised me at the time, but I responded with, it doesn't matter if it's fair. It is. We can spend so much time fighting the circumstance of what is and being upset that it isn't fair or it isn't right or, or just or whatever, and we are probably perfectly justified in our feelings. And that changes nothing. It also does something that is very destructive. It wastes our time fighting it. And it leads us to give away our power. Because it sucks away our energy. It diverts our energy from what we could be focused on, solving or resolving the issue, not debating its existence. Debating its existence will not solve it. It will not make it go away. Here's what's really interesting to me. Before getting sick in 2003, this used to be one of my biggest weaknesses. I probably wasted hours of my life and massive amounts of energy fighting things that felt unfair or not right. But somehow, between the doctor's diagnosis and Rick's words of compassion, I knew that I didn't have the luxury of fighting what is. I didn't have hours to waste. And I had zero energy. I could barely lift my head off of my pillow. It was a struggle to raise my arm to brush my teeth. So I had to be super disciplined on where and how I used my energy. Finding the what is of the situation wasn't going to make me well. In fact, it would probably, at best, keep me sick. Or at worst, make me sicker. In an odd way, although I would never ever choose to have a 10-year life-threatening illness, I am grateful that it taught me this precious lesson. Because our lives and our time here on earth is too precious and it's too short. I don't want to waste even a minute of it. Here's what I've noticed about this when I've been coaching others. This fight with what is usually shows up when the solution or the way forward is unknown to us or when it feels like something that we could never do. 
I guess another way of putting that is when the solution feels beyond us. And to be completely transparent, this is something that, although I have better awareness on it now, I still have to keep myself in check. Here's an example that I've seen very often. Someone has, let's say, a boss that doesn't seem to listen to them, or who seems maybe self-centered and self-serving. If you've ever had a boss like that, you know that it can be pretty toxic and frustrating. In coaching, what I frequently see is that this person initially spends a lot of time upset because it shouldn't be this way. The boss should be a better leader. They should care. They should listen. They shouldn't be so self-serving. And here's the thing that I have to raise. The person that I am coaching might be 100% correct. I agree with them. Their boss should be a better listener. They should care. They shouldn't be self-serving. And us thinking that doesn't change the reality. We have to deal with the reality. One way to deal with the reality is to recognize our choices. Three choices that come to mind in the above situation about the boss are, number one, we can try to have a conversation with this type of person to see if anything might change. Another option, number two, could be we can recognize that the boss isn't going to change. But for whatever reason, we need to keep this particular job for the time being as it is leading us to something more desirable. Or three, we can decide to leave and find a better fit elsewhere. There are likely other choices, but those are just the first three that come to mind about finding a choice, even in a difficult situation. But think about those three choices. They can feel scary or beyond us. Who wants to confront their boss or feel like they are temporarily stuck in a bad situation or even leave their job, especially when they like other elements of it? Probably no one would say that those would be our first choice. Probably our first choice is that we have a better leader. But if that choice isn't part of the reality, we have to move on to look at the other choices that we do have because we always have more choices. And then we have to find the courage to act on those choices. What I've noticed for myself and in coaching others is when we finally get to that place of acceptance of what is, and then we recognize the choices that we do have in front of us, it becomes easier to act. It's like we've been resisting the choice because we don't want to have to make it. Once we stop resisting it, the path becomes clearer and easier. Is there a choice in front of you that you have been resisting? If so, is it time to look for your choices, new choices, and move on? That wraps up today's episode. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and for listening. And I'm getting feedback that many of you are sharing these and you're sharing them with your teams. I so appreciate that. You don't even know how much that means to me. So thank you from the very bottom of my heart. If you're getting positive um, insights out of these, please consider leaving us a review on Apple as that greatly helps us move up in the search engine. And remember, no matter what happens this week, make sure that you rise and thrive.